0: Hello and welcome to Kicking Balls, the podcast where two 20-something Americans give out a whole lot of opinions on soccer as if they're fact. Yeah, so up we, um, midweek games from, from last week, so that's match day 20. That was, let me see, the Tottenham-Liverpool game was in that set, which was, I think, the most notable, really, result out of those. Well, no, it's not it's the most anticipated game not the most notable result from that set of games. Liverpool has broken their losing streak. Yeah. playing Tottenham.
1: Was was the last time they played that time when Mourinho was like the better team lost. I think that's true. Was that when they played Liverpool or when they played
0: Chelsea? I couldn't remember.
1: Oh, uh, maybe it was when they played Chelsea. I don't know. It's kind of irrelevant. But I don't remember now. They won,
0: uh, but you could be right. Liverpool won three to one. It was, it was kind of close for a while. Um, Liverpool had one called back, but then scored a bunch. So,
1: yeah, it was. Yeah, I honestly wonder what would have happened if I texted you because I turned the game on and Tottenham scored, and then yeah. it got it got VR'd back. And Liverpool I, and Son happened. Um
0: I, Liverpool and Tottenham both had a game called back or had a goal called back within that game, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, so maybe that's
0: But regardless of goals being called back back and forth or whatever, I believe it was like in the 3rd minute Son scored and got um and it got called back. But I think there's actually a couple things that are worth noting about this game in particular other than just the result. Um First and foremost being Liverpool's front crew has gotten it together a little bit enough to score. They're scoring some goals now. We'll talk about that a little bit more when we get to the weekend. But then the other big thing from this game is uh, the Harry Kane injury.
1: Both of his ankles, which as someone who sprains their ankles, I feel kind of bad about.
0: Yeah. so he came out at halftime. Um, I think that definitely had a significant impact on... The rest of the game um and I think that's even the case to be made for that having a significant impact on the rest of the game can be sort of discussed again with Tottenham's weekend game but we'll get to that but yeah. um I think that they definitely they definitely missed out on that um Liverpool it seems to me Liverpool's still having a little bit of trouble keeping goals out but if they but like I've been saying sort of most of the the year that if their forwards can score goals, it's doesn't super matter. So if their yeah, forwards are true. back in a form where they're scoring goals, I think that Liverpool is got at least a little bit of Ojo going again or that at least have not continued their downward spiral.
1: Yeah, um, I agree. I think it'll be – actually, I don't know who they're playing next week. I was going to say it's going to be interesting to see. Well,
0: they are playing um, – brighton midweek but then they play city next sunday so oh that'll be an interesting game because we'll, pre- we'll preview that a oh, little yeah, bit sorry, more sorry, later sorry. but um the <laughs> the big sorry. result from midweek last week um is sheffield beating manu oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Man U were on top of the world they were first in the league they were playing fantastic everything looked good for them and then City beat West Brom 5 nothing on Tuesday in a, a, a sort of it's it seemed to me as a City supporter as a statement going we don't need Kevin
1: De Bruyne yeah we I would agree with five that goals anyway I would um, like to say that I did tell you they were gonna be fine I mean I don't think that you needed me to tell you that they were gonna no be fine, like I they did end
0: up I'll talk fine. a little bit more about De Bruyne being gone when we talk about the upcoming game with Liverpool but um Ultimately, you know, City, City puts five past West Brom, which is, you know, one of their larger wins or one of the larger wins of yeah. the season. And then that puts them top of the table, but that puts them top of the table with Man U not having played yet. Um, right. So all Manu really has to do is win their, win their game. They're playing Sheffield. Sheffield have won,
1: correct me if I'm wrong, one? like three games this year. Oh, that's a... I thought they had won like one game, they had two, they have two. won two games, but two including that game that they won, yes.
0: So, one so they going had into it, yeah. So, I'm we're talking, and then they go ahead and they beat them. And I didn't catch a ton of this game, it was kind of during my drive home. Um, I don't think I watched
1: any of it, I don't
0: think. I really need to have watched the game to be sitting here going what the hell happened Uh, and although I will say about Sheffield though despite the fact that Sheffield have only won two games this year Sheffield are when you watch Sheffield play they don't look like a 20th in the table team they don't play like that they don't concede they really don't concede a lot of goals most of the time they lose they lose one nothing like yeah they don't like they really don't concede a ton of goals and it's it's really strange like I Sheffield is a weird I don't I don't know how to explain it I'm, I mean like they lose all the time but it's never bad like they don't get blown out so it, it's it's a weird sort of situation over there and it's not a good time for Manu to falter i think to me it says a little bit of something about the character of the team that they reach the top and they can't hold on there for any significant point in time honestly
1: it's um, kind of funny because they they kind of ended up at the top randomly in my mind like i wouldn't have anticipated that like
0: you, well, you know what sort I mean? of like it was sort of like
1: happened they ended up at the top so i think what happened was like
0: city started off not great right in the in the whole season so city faltered early city dropped some points early and city dropped some points early but then city haven't dropped points city won 12 straight games in all competitions that's true so city haven't dropped points in forever so the pressure was on from them uh Tottenham and Liverpool both had strong starts but have faltered a bit lately the same could be true for Everton so I think um and now Aston Villa's making a little bit of a push again um to come up West Ham has come out of sort of left field to make a
1: nowhere to
0: make a push into that top group Arsenal's got it to looking a little bit better Um, Oh yeah we do um, so I mean I'm, we're talking about people are starting to find their groove I think so God, the me and you had found their groove a little bit beforehand and all they needed to do really was maintain that and yeah. I don't know if it's uh, what the problem is exactly as I can't remember any I don't think they've had any injuries so no, like, well, so I Arsenal
1: just played them this weekend too. And yeah, we'll talk about that game. You can talk but, about that, but I have thoughts because they just didn't look, the second half at United just didn't look good. But let's yeah, say we, I'm not, we can get to that in the hot set. But other than the
0: midweek, um, other midweek games, West Ham beat Crystal Palace 3-2. I already mentioned um, Arsenal beat Southampton. Uh-huh. Leeds beat Newcastle. Burnley beat Aston
1: Villa, which is a bit of- which a, is. Which slightly noteworthy, significant, but... Significant for Arsenal, who's trying to get atop top of Aston Villa at the right... Right. Um, line, so. Chelsea and Wolves drew for Tuchel's first game in charge. Um, Honestly, good result, considering he, what, had like 12 hours max with them? Yeah, like a
0: day. Um, yeah. So there's not too much that can be said for Tuchel in that performance. No. Um,
1: yeah.
0: But uh Brighton Fulham tied Everton Leicester also drew one one so that was the midweek games not not a ton to dissect there other than Tottenham Liverpool for which was a game I mean we talked about that a little bit but yeah
1: yeah Um, I know going into the I think it's good to move into the weekend um yeah I I just think
0: that Sheffield for as terrible as their record is is a like it's They're a not good bad team. Like well, they were good last year, weren't they? In like 10th place or something last Yeah. Year? Was, like, and like I don't know. I don't know what their issue is, what the problem is, but it seems like like it was not an easy game for City. And I mean yeah, it didn't seem like that. I mean City played City didn't play, you know, fantastically, but City played well. But they scored really it was,
1: early, right? They or did.
0: They scored early. uh like seventh or eighth minute or something yeah. like that. It was pretty early. And then uh, you know obviously they defended really well as they have all season but it was it was there were times where it was kind of nervy like i didn't feel comfortable at one nothing i never feel comfortable at one nothing but like i never feel comfortable one if you're playing a team that's only won two times in 20 games you would think that you would feel like more comfortable than usual with your yeah. team up one nothing i didn't i was i was like we need some more goals like i don't I don't feel great about this um yeah. I,
1: Sheffield's just an interesting case I I don't even remember what Arsenal did against them honestly we probably lost but I can't say that because they've only lost one game and I don't think we were that game or they've only won one game I'm
0: gonna look at their record <laughs> so honestly I think they just so I mean you know, I'm looking hard. at here's here's what they're here's what we're looking at right They've won two games, right? Their two games were both just recently in January. Their first game they won against Newcastle and then they ju- on January 12th and then they just won beat Sheffield. Oh. But if we look at their other score lines, we're looking 1 nothing to Man U, 3 to 1 to Tottenham, 2-0 to Crystal Palace, 1-0 Burnley, 1-0 Everton, it's cool 1-1 line. Brighton. I'll 3-2 see, is there, Man U, maybe their is 3-0 scoring. Southampton, 1-0 Sheffield, 2-1 uh, Leicester, 1-0 West Brom, 1-0 West Ham. Who
1: are there?
0: Um... 1-0 to Sheffield in the reverse fixture, 2-1 Liverpool, 2-1 Arsenal, 1-1 Fulham, 1-0 Leeds. I mean, we're not talking a ton of goals scored on the most.
1: I mean, Chelsea Chelsea scored four. Yeah, Second, but it looks three? Like it's not really their defense, is it? It's their inability to score. Yeah, they're losing.
0: A lot of their games are. They're losing one nothing. So, yeah, I mean that's it's just that's interesting. It's hard. It's just it's just yeah. interesting. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't know. I'm gonna. I want to keep track of this a little I bit. I don't. I, just,
1: I almost like I don't feel like they deserve to be relegated, even though they only have eight points. Yeah, I don't I, know why. I, I don't know.
0: That. I don't. I kind of agree with you. Like it's, it's a weird situation. It's really weird. It's a weird. It's a weird situation. Um, other games this weekend. Uh, Newcastle beat Everton. That's a bit noteworthy. That's noteworthy um, for the top
1: of the table because yeah, Everton's Everton dropping
0: dropping points. Um, Crystal Palace beat Wolves, which is you know a mid-table matchup. Is what it is. West Brom Fulham drew. Um, Aston Villa beat Southampton 1-0. That's also a bit significant because That's those...
1: significant because Arsenal had just beaten them as well, and Southampton, I think, is on a losing streak in the Premier they, League. They are on a bit of a losing streak after they were
0: on a really, really successful streak. Yeah. Although I will say I do think that has they on like a four-game uh, Quite a bit. Streak. I think that has quite a bit to do with the fact that Southampton is missing their center back, Bestergaard.
1: Yeah, that's definitely um, part of it. Probably. He's
0: a really big part of their defensive structure, and he's also very good on a set piece. He scored quite a few goals on set pieces this yeah. year. So I do think that that contributes to Sheffield's – or to Southampton's recent, like, lull in form. Um, I don't know how done. long he's out for. i do not sure either. what the details of his injury are. He was hurt a, a while ago. Like, it wasn't super recent, but I think that's definitely contributed
1: to yeah, the, definite problems. problems. Yeah, definitely um, Leeds beat Leicester. That's yeah, that was good. That was I didn't watch like all of it, but the bit of it that I watched, I I don't know. I think Leeds is good. Like Leeds doesn't deserve oh, they're not in relegation. They don't deserve to be relegated either. No, I like Leeds. I like, like Leeds. <laughs> We've talked like about Leeds. how we like Leeds. Yeah.
0: Um West Ham, Liverpool. Uh first half was super exciting. Um yeah. very back and forth. Um Firmino started on the bench.
1: I don't know. I don't know what
0: that's about.
1: Maybe um, because of so many games, just...
0: And Mane is... Is Mane... Did Mane pick up an injury? Is that
1: what happened to him? Oh, I actually don't know. Because I didn't... Was not paying attention close enough? Let me see.
0: Yeah, because they started with uh, Origi, Shakiri and Salah
1: on, at their front. They, they did. And Mane wasn't in the squad. So I... I'm assuming it's either an injury sick something i i think he picked up an injury if i remember correctly but
0: um but that i mean west ham's been playing well recently but liverpool would expect to win that game they should beat them but um it was in it was important, I think, for Liverpool to win against Tottenham and again this weekend. It was important for them to string a couple wins in a row. And I think it yeah. will be equally important for them to win midweek this week again yeah, against, um, against yeah, Brighton okay. and they're playing Brighton and they should be Brighton. But it's important for them to beat Brighton because they have to play city on.
1: yeah, <laughs> I was just looking at city's schedule. You have Liverpool, Tottenham and then Arsenal, and then West Ham. So it would, yeah. In the City sense of Liverpool not, needs to win out because they definitely don't have as hard of a schedule.
0: Liverpool, well, also just because Liverpool, I feel like if they need the confidence boost right now because oh, yeah. City are flying pretty high. Um, don't boast too much. I'm not. I'm. I'm not boasting. <laughs> I'm. It's straight facts. They've won twelve joking. straight games. Like I don't want to jinx it. Like I. But I mean, their record right now, their defensive solidity is unlike I've ever seen from City in recent memory. Um, and so it's not going to be a team that is, e- they're not a team that's easy to score on. Um, but on the other hand, they're not scoring a ton of goals right now. Um you know, that 5 0 win against West Brom aside, they have they're winning a lot of games one nothing to nothing. That's they've been yeah. winning a lot of one nothing this year. Which I'm okay with. The win is a win. I don't need to see, you know, six goals. But it it will be interesting because Liverpool have obviously had their, their injuries this year and their defensive issues, but Alisson is the best straight up goalkeeper in the premier league i mean yep. i don't think i don't really think there's that much argument to that um and i think that honestly my hot take of my liverpool hot take is that ali son makes the liverpool defenders even those that are missing look a lot better than they are because he's so good
1: um, i think he's also holding them together right now because they're is, is absolutely he's so totally, I think that so that's i don't
0: think that despite despite the the liverpool's issues at the back um and the way that city is purring as a team right now i don't expect city to be able to score easily um
1: no i wouldn't say so either honestly and i'll, I'll be, be interested
0: to see how Klopp decides to play against city because yeah, i think I'll be interested to see if he if he looks to do more of a play more of a counterattack game than he sometimes does.
1: Yeah, I was um, gonna say I'm gonna be interested to see.
0: Just because I don't think he thinks think he
1: defense the
0: best. He's um, gotta know that even missing Kevin De Bruyne from City's midfield, I mean, you've got Liverpool's best midfielder, Jordan Henderson, is playing as a center back right now, right? So yeah. even missing Kevin De Bruyne, City's midfield is going to... And I mean, I always... I'm never going to think that... I mean, whatever. You know where I was going to go with City's midfield I got He's you. I got you. But, yeah, yeah. but you know what I mean? With Jordan Henderson playing center back, like the City, City midfield is going to control the middle of the field. Yeah. So, and City's possession is going to likely you know, everyone will expect city to have more of the possession than Liverpool does. So will Liverpool, you know, just be okay with that? Will they be like, you know what, you guys have the ball. We're going to counterattack? Yeah. Or are they going to look to break up the possession a little bit more and, and try to get some possession of their own. I think it could go either way. Um, there's not a whole lot of teams, frankly, in Europe that, you know, do possession based soccer better than city does. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's not. I don't know. We'll see how
1: Klopp lines up. I don't it'll be interesting. We'll I. I'll, I'll be fascinated by it. Um, did anything else happen in these games? Chelsea won. Oh Chelsea won. Oh with a with a with a beautiful goal. Oh, that Alonzo um, goal. Yeah, a be- beautiful sir. Like, where did that, that come from guys? Really nice. Well, he's been able to, hasn't he? He hasn't been. Playing. Yeah, he hasn't.
0: I kind of forgot he was on Chelsea because I feel like he hasn't played like at all this year. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, Alonzo, forgot yeah. about him. Yeah. But um, everything that I could see about that, so Christian Pulisic didn't start in their midweek game for Tuchel either, which I think everyone was really expri- surprised about because I think when when Lampard got fired and Tuchel was brought in, everyone was like, oh, Tuchel, 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 and Pulisic, they're all best friends, and I was like. I mean they are, but or I mean like he's
1: worked under him
0: before, yeah. but like I, don't, I might don't
1: have like an injury or something that was like, well, preventing him from he playing. He came on,
0: in halftime in this game, and I, I, in my opinion, totally changed the game. Um, But there was something particularly interesting about that the Chelsea's win that I wanted to talk about, and it all goes back to everyone's favorite. Let's shit on this forward guy at Chelsea. Timo Werner. So <laughs>
1: he started, some,
0: right? He did, and I, he didn't score. um But I, I noticed something. Um, I still haven't dropped him from my fantasy team. <laughs> were you going to? I was gonna thinking, going I've to ask you. I've been thinking. I've been thinking about it, but like, there's so few guys in Fantasy Premier League that are categorized as forwards that it's like
1: it's hard. You should just call. So
0: I've kept him. Um, you know, on the off chance he starts to blow up whatever but on that note I there was something that was noticed by um one of the NBC co- um commentators and stuff and my dad commentated on it as well and it's something I've kind of been dancing around all year um in the sense that everyone is kind of very disappointed with Timo Werner because he scored all those goals last year in the Bundesliga and he came and he's like he can't get it going this year wow if you watch the game if you watch this game and it's I'll have to watch more games to see if it's this is like constantly the true the case but it was definitely the case um in that there are times when you watch him and the way he's moving where he's gesturing for the ball he's pointing I want the ball here I want the ball this but yeah. he never gets he the doesn't ball get it there.
1: yeah he I does know not get still. the
0: ball where he wants it and I think that what people misunderstand about Timo Werner is that he's not a versatile striker he's not.
1: No, he needs he the ball does, where he needs it and he'll score. He
0: does the few things that he does really well, but he only does those few things. So if he's not getting the ball where he wants it, he's not effective. And I think that it became clear that it didn't totally happen in their most recent game, but it looked like they were try- more trying, trying more to give the ball to him in the places he wants the ball. Yeah. So I don't know if that's something Tuchel came in and recognized, and it was like, look, he doesn't work in the system that you guys had playing. We got to get him in yeah. the places that he needs to be in. Um, and if that's something that was recognized by by him, because I mean, he came from he was playing last year in a two-man forward unit, um, which is not is not how he's been not playing he's this playing year um, exactly. Yeah. So I it'll be interesting to see if that's a trend that continues in the sense that Tuchel and his staff and you know the Chelsea players and stuff um continue to try to yeah. or like work on getting him the balls in the places if they're they're sort of moving things around a little bit to work better for how he works um we'll we'll kind of see we'll see um they're playing they're also, playing Tottenham
1: Thursday so we'll really see yeah so we really um. will
0: see um <laughs> On the note of Chelsea and people to talk about with Chelsea, uh, Mason Mount.
1: (laughs) Oh wait, yeah. Okay, so Mason Mount. We have our answers about Mason Mount. I contacted a friend who's a Chelsea fan. Contacted a friend through some channels of, you know, I I I reached out to
0: a friend of a friend of
1: a friend of a friend who are both Chelsea fans, and we kind of got the same answer honestly, which was really really interesting that so here is more um, of an attitude problem than potentially a skill problem but i don't know here's i will
0: i will read i have it i have it i will read out with the my i have a mutual i'm mutual friends friends. with a chelsea fan i'm not really friends with this guy but my friend is so um this is what he said he was asked why do so many chelsea fans hate mason mount we don't get it he said He gets played too much, and a lot of what he does is hard for casual fans to appreciate. There's a massive debate within Chelsea fandom over those who think English Academy prospects are all future Bond or winners, and those who think they're all overhyped. And he's kind of become the figurehead for that debate. Um, When asked what his personal thoughts on Mason Mount were, he said, I think he's massive for a bounce midfield won't win any major awards but will help us win a lot of games which is kind of what i've been saying the whole time right like my
1: friend said as well what, was that he is very good like he was agreeing that mason mount's good he's not gonna he's not like your how do he's i he's not gonna be the face of your team no and he doesn't have to be like the whole point of a team is that you have players like mason mount who can play what, and like i think that things. what
0: my Chelsea fan said <laughs> was very very relevant in the sense that what he's does really well why he's really good is one of those things that are are harder for casual fans to understand or to notice and yeah. stuff like that yeah, what yeah. he does is relatively understated it's the way it's some a lot of it is the way he moves off the ball which is stuff that doesn't super get noticed by people who a aren't watching a particular player during a game or b aren't, you know, super knowledgeable about the minutia of soccer. And obviously not everyone who's a fan has to be, you know, no. super in it. And and also some of it's stuff that's like it's really hard to like get if you didn't play. Like like it happens to me with other sports and that like I don't really get why that thing is so difficult or why that thing is such a good thing to do because I the only sport I ever played was soccer yeah (laughs) so um but you know so there's I think a lot of what Mason Mount does is just understated stuff but I thought he looked really good in their games again this weekend Tuchel clearly is playing him so
1: yeah I I, again they play Tottenham so that'll be a really good test um I just want to mention The Arsenal United tie, they tied. Honestly, was a rather entertaining game for a zero zero tie. Um, yeah, it was United one of the more entertaining zero zeros. Yeah, United had a lot of chances. Arsenal had a lot of chances. I think United was the better team in the first half, and Arsenal was the better team in the second half. I'd I agree with that bias and think that maybe Arsenal had a couple of the better chances, but honestly, that Cavani chance should so, be a goal. So.
0: There was yeah, one, I will say, um, I don't know if you're, I don't know if this is going to make enough sense, um, but there's a, spec- a man you chance where Rashford had the ball. Like he oh was God, turned he away and he this turned back free forth. Free. No, oh. no, no, no. I'm telling oh. you, this was all the goalie play. That that play from goalie to rush him like that oh, yeah, was, was tremendous. Yeah, yeah. That was a phenomenal play. Like that was, and that was one of those, like we were just saying about mason mount one of those like you gotta know play like goalie plays it wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. very acrobatic or anything like that well, but he, the way he, he rushed stopped. out and got right in his face
1: just yeah he stopped you know, Rashford Rashford long enough for him he to just hesitate
0: closed, and then he, he closed again. the gap on him he, he didn't made have it so he had no time yeah. to do anything I will say, though, about what the main thing that I took away from the Arsenal Man U game was that Arsenal very much missed Sokka.
1: Sokka and Tierney and yet We were missing potentially like our three best, at least our two best players. If Obama-Yang I thought, I thought Sokka, Sokka
0: was most noticeably absent.
1: Yeah, I think that's Cedric. So Cedric's been playing in Tierney's spot, and he's actually been playing very well in left back. Tierney I just think is like a great force on the field but soccer yeah, I, think, I mean you can't
0: yeah. I think Tierney is very good that. too and I and a, my only reason I don't think Aubameyang was that noticeable is because Aubameyang has not had a great year no um, I, I completely I, agree I, with you on the soccer part he, he makes runs he makes runs and he makes def- defense nervous and stuff like that but um, he hasn't
1: been producing like he has he like hasn't been producing so season, I think that so. Yeah, I so Saka was
0: a noticeable miss for me. I, I think that we could have won. It looked to me, I think, play. yeah, I was going to say, it looked to me like when that game finished, I was like, I think if Saka had been playing, that Arsenal would have won that game.
1: Especially because him and Smith-Rowe have been connecting so well. And um, you can tell at times that Smith-Rowe was passing a ball and it was there was some disconnect between some players. So we missed Saka. I think he's gonna be back though for our next game. Uh, honestly, can they just all be back for the city game? I think that's our next big game. I don't remember fully, but um, that was it for the weekend games. I Odegaard, honestly, Odegaard came, came in for about ten convenient. minutes. Um, wasn't a whole lot really. He didn't do said. much of anything. I wasn't expecting in, him the, to play. in the in the eighty third minute. Yeah, so, well, um, I wasn't expecting him to play that much. I'm still looking forward to see if Arteta can play him and Smith Smithrow at the same time. Um, they might be able to change to a 4-3-3 instead of playing a 4-2-3-1, which, yeah, that's right, um, which would allow that to happen. So I think that maybe this week, this week, we'll see, we'll see more of him, which I will hope. I not will, a ton to say from the bundesliga this week i will say i did not watch much bundesliga that's my fault Dortmund did trade. finally win they did win I and mean, they looked decent um, i watched some of that game holland has not scored
0: recently
1: and since he's scored since he's come back i think but like i only think just one goal i yeah. wanted
0: to say something about holland though because i was there's been a lot of you know it's january so there's you know, lots of Everyone's chatter his about his window room. and stuff like that. But um, there's been a lot of discussion about Holland in the sense that nobody really thinks he's going to stay at Dortmund past this year. Um, I think he might. Which I think he <laughs> might too. But but nevertheless, we, my dad and I were talking about Holland and why, despite the fact that he hasn't scored a lot since he's come back from injury, he's still really good um yeah in the sense that I and I think this is one of the things that also sometimes gets overlooked but if you watch Dortmund play um, on almost all of Dortmund's goals now albeit Holland scores or assists a very large percentage of their goals I would agree yeah the ones that he doesn't if he's on the field for them it's got to be like 80% of the time, at least. If he's on the field, the reason the goal happened it's was because he, somebody was open because they were really worried I, about yes, Holland. Yes,
1: yes, I completely agree he with this. He makes so defenders much. lose
0: their, their minds because exactly. they don't know what to do with <laughs> they him. Do. They're so, everyone, it's like, I swear to God, like 10-year veteran defenders with Champions League titles just lose all sense of like everything organization when he's running around they're like oh my god Erling Holland! what do I do I gotta stay on him but then all of the defenders are like that so they're all worried about him and Jaden Sancho comes dancing through and you're
1: like oh shit like exactly no I yeah and um he brings he brings that and that's such a big thing too as a striker to be able to do that and understand you don't have to just be scoring the goals you can be doing this other stuff so
0: what I think is interesting about him bopping around is um of course all the big clubs are sniffing around him because of course they are but um I will say uh I'm not getting my hopes up
1: city really
0: Sergio Aguero's contract is up at the end of the season and it has not yet been renewed.
1: Oh uh, well I wouldn't
0: be surprised and if, they if they're moving out if they're moving out of forward we need another one and well, we got I, the money for it. Is I was say, saying
1: the the rumor and that Holland I heard, Holland does have some ties to City. Oh uh, the rumor that I heard was that because Odegaard went to Arsenal that Arsenal should try and get Holland oh, does not have the cash because, to get Holland. Because going to Holland gonna be expensive. tweeted something about Odegaard. Oh, don't talk to me about money. Why the hell did we pay for Willian for two years?
0: Holland is going to be expensive.
1: Oh, God, um, yeah. I wouldn't expect so him to be
0: top expensive. It's going to come. Well, so the thing is, he could be as expensive as anybody who was willing to pay for him. I, I think that because he's going to be expensive um, Dortmund also isn't known for jacking up their prices. No, I don't Um, think Dortmund will do that. They don't, so I don't think he'll sell for something absurd, but, uh, because of that, because Dortmund won't jack it up, it will all, when he does leave, it will boil down to where he wants to go. I agree, and I, it'll be so- because I, I think I honestly, think if like, it just came uh, down to money, if if, if Dortmund was going to jack up the price, then there's only two places really that can afford him: yeah. City and PSG. Fuck and PSG. anyone with any common sense is going to go to City over PSG. Uh, who lost this game? Oh, I saw um, that. Don't worry. <laughs> um, you know what I mean. So I, I, they they won't hike up the price to some to a level though where only those two clubs can afford him. But
1: so I, I, I do think it's going to come down that he stays
0: but look, as long know. there are three places he can't go three okay anything else I can make peace with
1: okay what are they
0: Liverpool yeah PSG yeah and well, Real Madrid
1: yeah yeah I can
0: anywhere else I I can make peace with okay Bayern Munich with. will hurt me it will hurt a lot oh I, I can make peace with it
1: man. I don't know I don't think they'll go for him Juventus Wow. would hurt would hurt me but, but I can make peace with them it because of West
0: I love Weston McKinney that's what it is that's what it is I could make peace oh, so. with it Chelsea would hurt me I can make peace with it I think I wouldn't be able to handle Tottenham either
1: oh oh god but
0: that's given for me so no but strangely I do think I could handle
1: Manu. I I don't know why I've been hating Manu less for, I, I mean, I why. I hate Manu because U. I like can, like can't hate but I, I like Rashford
0: like <laughs> yeah Rashford is a problem he's a, a problem, problem. <laughs> so I think that my main issue right with Manu is that I I hate them but at this point like eighty percent of the reason I hate them is out of obligation
1: right 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 yeah you know yeah, what yeah. I mean like
0: I hate them because I'm a city fan so of course I hate Manu I don't yeah there's not like anything about Manu specifically that I hate you know what I mean like. <laughs> Tottenham Mourinho is my least favorite person in soccer I like Tottenham. I hate him like, like I hate Tottenham I hate Mourinho end of discussion yeah like Liverpool we're not going to get into all the reasons I hate Liverpool we can go on and on and on no, no, we, we but we don't have time
1: for um, that <laughs> this is not contrary to popular belief this is not the Liverpool hate show um no it really can't be because I mean I hate them but not as much as you do anyway um but I think I could make anywhere else I think I could make peace with it
0: yeah but I do think it'll be interesting to see whether he leaves at the end of the season um and if so where he goes yeah and if he does if that will signal a mass exodus and by mass exodus I mean Gio Reyna well
1: yeah, we could talk about Dortmund Max exoduses before because I remember when we like charted the Obama and Dem- Dembele Pulisic. Yeah, <laughs> exodus. but um, talking about Dembele, do you want to talk about Barca at all? They've been, I do, I do want to, there's a couple things I want to say. That they haven't been playing well. Messi um, scored a beautiful goal, yes, beautiful
0: free kick. Um, Griezmann's goal was been, quite good as Griezmann well. Griezmann
1: scored five goals in January or something, he's.
0: He's Griezmann's on the on the upswing. um I think their center back situation, Araujo, looks very good. Yeah, he's
1: been looking um,
0: good. And I believe they just made a deal for Eric Garcia. Um, I was wondering what was
1: happening because then I saw I, something that said that it wasn't going to happen.
0: I, I think that they made done. a deal for him to come in the summer.
1: Oh, that might have been what it was. Okay, yeah.
0: Okay, so there's reports that he has a verbal agreement with Barcelona to join them in the summer, basically. Okay, that
1: makes sense.
0: So, yeah. So nobody, he's not interested in, from what I understand, he's not interested in really going anywhere else. And Man City aren't going to sell him to anyone else. And so they can't make a formal deal with him now without paying something for him. So they just made like like a, a verbal agreement it sounds like all the reports are saying he's going to barcelona in the summer that's all but signed but not official yeah yeah one last comment i want to make on one the barcelona last Barca
1: comment yeah um
0: the messy leaked salary oh, i want to talk about that too um i, like, I don't think here's very briefly here's no. the thing about this y'all fake as fuck you knew he was making that much money. Shut up! I didn't Shut understand
1: the scandal around it. Like, did you? What's not know? Like, no, did it, the like? He
0: has been in the last ten years the one of the t- him and Cristiano Ronaldo are always in the top three highest paid athletes in the world every single year. How much I'm money did you understand. think he was
1: making? I, like, I don't I, know. Like I, I, more. To why me, are you it was, like, shocked? Who, who leaked the information? Why is this it news? Wasn't, Like how much how much money he was making? Like I was like. Like I also don't care. I'm, like I'm like wh- like literally why is this news? Like because people I didn't have to know make scandal out of everything and it was there for the take. He in. makes a lot of money. Yeah. Okay, but do you remember when Neymar signed his contract at PSG and people were like he's making like over a $1,000 like a second or something or something? Like, yeah, person, like look, like, like, like,
0: do do <laughs> I think non-soccer fan like let's be critical of capitalism for a moment like do I think objectively that these people make way too much money yes yes, yes. Like, 100% like, do, no do they make way too much money <laughs> yes. yeah that's a system-wide issue though that's not a messy problem exactly. guys like like you gotta take
1: you normal. gotta take apart the system of capitalism and then maybe we can solve the issue it's but not like you can just solve like, the messy issue but like guys you're not really surprised though
0: like you knew, you just want to be mad about something. Like yes, it, that
1: is that's <laughs> like, that is what it is. <laughs>
0: we all knew. I if and if you didn't know, you buried your head head in the sand, or you just don't want to know. Like, duh, they yes. all make stupid money. <laughs> like
1: anyway, so that's all I have to say about that's that. That's all I have to say about that as well. Like, <laughs> i Do just wanna- think it's kind
0: of funny they're like oh my god he makes too much money they all
1: make too much money really thursday the spurs chelsea game is the game that is the most anticipated of like that mm-hmm. week of the midweek yeah of the midweek <laughs> games so that'll be fun saturday 7.30 a.m. Arsenal-Aston Villa, which actually will be a good game, most likely, because Aston... That's, v- honestly, Arsenal that's a good enough win. game
0: that I might get my ass out about at 7.30 yeah. in the morning for that one. As
1: a non-Arsenal fan or Aston Villa fan. As I'm someone... Sure.
0: I still have beef with Jack Raylish, but... That's fine.
1: Um, United-Everton will also probably be a good game. They both need a win again. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. good. Um, and then, obviously, the big game of the weekend is the Liverpool City game which we talked about earlier so I don't think we have to say much more about but
0: definitely all is really going to be on that, that one
1: game because just tactically I think when Pep, I would like me, to see be, it's just fun I
0: would like to see Phil Foden get a start in the midfield during that game we'll see yeah. if I get what I want I'm I'm fairly sure he will start I feel like uh, the um, question is whether he gets put out on one of the wings.
1: Or yeah, That's interesting. I hadn't thought um, about that. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so it's full week of games. Honestly, I haven't looked at Dortmund or Barca. I know that I think Dortmund plays tomorrow as well. There's too many games and there's not enough time.
0: Uh, Barcelona plays Betis? That could be good. Um, although I will say real quick, Real Madrid lost this week.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Which
0: was um, big for the table, in the sense that oh, Barca jumped into second.
1: Yeah, how far they're ahead still is Atletico Madrid? A I lot.
0: Assume? They're a lot ahead, <laughs> and they have a game in hand. Oh, they okay. are ten. They are functionally thirteen points ahead because oh. they are ten points ahead with a game in hand.
1: Well, then I won't be worrying about all worrying about La Liga for Barcelona yeah. to win
0: unless Atleti like, starts dropping points
1: which who knows honestly things weirder things have happened most likely stranger things have happened you're right that'll be fun but forever
0: packed schedule never get a break but, do we
1: i do think that's about it for this week
0: that's all for this week we'll see you next week on kicking balls